Hello and welcome to the Flippin' Weirds podcast. We are based in the UK and we'll be talking all things Malifaux, from news and reviews to events and tactics. Enjoy the show. So, new phone. Who dis? Sir. New number, man. New face, <laughs> new jingle. It's actually the same old faces, unfortunately. Well, no one ever saw the faces, so it doesn't matter. Oh, that's a good point. It's a good point. We faces could be, radio, as they say. We could be completely different people, but with the same voices. No one would yeah. ever know. This is true. This is true. Anyway, so what <laughs> is up, nerds? It's the flipping weird. Some of you may have listened to a podcast by us in the past. It has been quite a while would you say a, a very 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 long time a, a big chunk of my life trying to convince you to come back to the mic yeah i mean people must be really disappointed because we were super consistent at putting podcasts out for a long time um <laughs> and then uh and then suddenly we went quiet yeah but it's okay because now we're back we've got new tech and we've got nothing better to be doing because we're all inside <laughs> Yeah, yeah, lockdown is lockdown is really good for creating time for stuff like this. Yeah. So uh, that's a silver lining from a lockdown, ladies and gentlemen. Flipping weirds are back, and we're here to podcast for uh, all over again. <laughs> cool. So um, there will be people probably that have come to the game, because we, we did a bit of podcasting at the start of M3E, but mostly we were doing it in M2E. Um, so there'll be people who may not know who we are. So who the hell are you? I'm Matt Lewin. I'm a Malifaux player, aren't I? Uh, so I'm a Malifaux player, one of the founding members of the Flippin' Weirds. I was uh, playing now for, oh God, how, how long have we been playing now, Jamie? A long time. What it's, is it? It's like? a, what? I actually don't know. Like, it's got to be like five, five, four, five maybe years. six years. When did, when did GW kill fantasy? It was literally, <laughs> and wow. it was a completely unrelated event, of course, but it was just after that. <laughs> And uh, as you can tell, still tell, the wounds are still raw. <laughs> yeah, it's um, never going to Yeah, so five years. Five years we got into uh, Malifaux because of one reason or another, eh, Jamie? Um, but yeah, I've had some success with Guild and M2E, was held the best in Guild badge for a year, for a while. And then when M3E happened, it just all fell apart for me and uh, washed up, you see. But uh yeah, with some more recent successes, which I'm sure we'll touch on later. That's uh, that's me. It's who I am. So go on. I'm 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 going to cut cut mine short so uh, Jamie can roll off all of his titles. For, no, um... well, like I'm I'm a bit washed up these days. Um, so I I was I'm I'm the artist formerly known as Jamie Fucking Varney, uh, who is now yeah just um, what am I like? I don't even know. Lock. I was I was UK number one for ages like, it's like nearly like, two years straight wasn't it yeah and then lockdown came and i've just trickled off but that's fine like that that's there's nothing i can do about that um, well, it's fine like t- tell the people your former glories like, it's, it's not it's not a problem <laughs> yeah i mean well actually I'm right, currently... I'm gonna, you're, you're gonna get it once right you get it once tell them now and that's it right <laughs> no this is this is the new modest flipping words right, um, okay so give, give yeah no week. i'm currently i'm currently uk top explorers player because i took 
busted McCabe to, oh, see, I've done it already. We said we were going to be really positive about stuff, but Ten Thunders, it's just really hard to be positive about them. Um, I, um, we are really positive. Took, we're positive that they need change. Yeah, so I took McCabe in Explorers to a couple of events earlier in the year to, to get the Best Explorers badge on them. Uh, on the Malify rankings, which was fun. But yeah, no, we just, um, I am Jamie. I play a lot of Malifaux. I used to play really, really well. Now I'm playing loads of different factions and playing less well because what I do is learn something really, really, really thoroughly and then play it in like I know it inside out. And you can't do that when you're faction hopping, but I'm having a lot of fun and that is the main thing. It is a game it's meant to have fun. So yeah. I suppose that's us, yeah. really, in a nutshell. Um, yeah. So, what about you, George? Oh. Where the fuck is George? Well, I've, I don't know. We've lost him again. Um, we're going to put, but... put a bell on him and see if we can uh, find him. I think. So, so for those of you that didn't listen to the podcast before, it was me and Matt and a chap called George who has actually moved to Belgium. So he's he's abandoned us, which I can't really blame him. But uh, so George isn't on the podcast anymore. Sad times. Maybe a guest appearance in the future if we can get that organised. But um, yeah, he's disappeared. He's we abandoned us. Left abandoned us in us. our time of need. To be fair, he stopped flipping cards, and uh, unfortunately, until he flips cards again, it's just it's just not welcome. So it is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not joking, sure. I'm not George. sure there's, there's that many. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure there's that many players in Belgium. Um, or he just can't be bothered to find them. It's but, one of the two. That's He's not the problem anymore. Computer games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could we could rant about that for hours, but I'm sure our, our Malifaux players don't want to know. So <laughs> this is true. This is true. Okay, so um, the 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 purpose of this episode. So the honest purpose of this episode is to set up our RSS feed so that um, <laughs> we can get it up on Apple. But it's also a good idea for us to introduce ourselves for anyone who didn't listen to the podcast before um what uh what's our plan for the podcast matt what what do we want to do how often do we want to put it out so i think i think the commitment is we're we're going to do one a week um and <laughs> but unlike last time we're not going to do necessarily two maybe three hour long podcasts we're gonna we'll get you some uh, short sweet solid content hour hour and a half bit of easy listening on a on a commute or something like that, whilst uh, so you can get your daily faux buzz, I think is the idea. Wouldn't you agree, Jamie? Daily faux buzz. That's a commitment. A weekly faux buzz at best. And that's a big commitment right there. Yeah. Well, we all know how we're really good at making grand gestures of commitment and uh, sticking to it. So it's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, I mean, the plan going forward is we've got, um, we've got guests lined up for different shows. Um, so what we're going to be doing is pulling people from the community onto the show to talk about things, um, which give us loads of different views and opinions, which should be good. We've already got a couple of exciting episodes um, in the pipeline already, and those are booked in to be recorded. So that should be a good start to our commitment of just putting out a episode once a week. Yep. Should be good. We, um, have we even named them yet, though? I know we've got the people in. We know who they are. Have you got some uh, awesome naming conventions already in place? What, for the episodes? Yeah. No. Or are we going to make no. it up the, like, 10 seconds before we, like, post it again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be basically the funniest thing that was said on the show is right. going to be what it's called. 
yeah, sounds, sounds reasonable. Sounds like it tracks <laughs> with uh, everything yeah. else. Standard flipping weird uh, organisational skills. Exactly, exactly. Cool. All right, so that's the plan going forward. So um, let's flesh this one out a little bit, just uh, make it worth people's time to come and listen to it. What have we been up to? It's been, so we stopped, we did two episodes post M3 launch. Um, and then Which was why it was still in beta, wasn't it? Yeah, do you know what? Actually, I think it was. Because I seem to remember telling people to take everything we said with a pinch of salt because uh, it wasn't quite set in stone. But there's I mean, a lot to be that fair, that happened. is solid advice anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, there's a lot that's happened between now and then. So what what have we been up to? What have you been up to, Matt? Well, uh, let's see. So I think since we... Uh stopped podcasting we've had multiple events until they obviously stopped but we went to nationals um actually i think before that we went to the scottish gt which i think was the first m3 event was it uh it was the it might have been the first after it was officially released yeah i think i think that was Um, it i think it was like the official release right but yeah, so that that official, I think we're, that's a great claim, and someone to correct us, I'm sure, at some point. But uh, yeah, I believe it was the first M3 event after the official release, and I decided that Arcanist was what I was going to do for M3E instead of Guilds. After spending two or three years clinging on to my Guild glory, I was like, it's time for a change. I took Arcanists and I went to the Scottish GT, having never played them at an event before. And uh, where did I end up, Jamie? How did I do? Just tell the people. You, you won. Yeah, I did. Well I came first. Thank you. Thank you. And um, it says it says more about the state of Arcanist than it does. Oh wow! Uh, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. But what was funny? Words. So George, obviously George, and people are used to this, and George used to play Arcanist, and literally you've never seen someone move so quick as Matt did move on to Arcanist the second George was like, oh yeah, I'm going to move to Belgium. Um, and Matt, Matt was like jumped straight in there onto Arcanist. No one else was going to have the opportunity to play them. Well, George was there. He was at that event, and he had decided to take Gremlins. So that's on him, if I'm honest. Oh, sorry, Bayou. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot he started playing Bayou just before um, just before he left, didn't he? Yeah, because I played him at the Scottish GT and uh, ran my it's the first time I ran Colette into a uh, into Zareda. Oh, fair play. Well, actually, yeah, I've done you a dirty there a little bit. So, yeah, it wasn't that quick then. George, George was still there. So what Matt was doing was dancing on George's grave while George was still alive, <laughs> which I could actually might even be worse. <laughs> well, he stopped wearing the boots, James, so I just assumed they were done with them. <laughs> um, um, so yeah. Arcanist, and how did Arcanist do you? So you took, went to Nationals after that with them as well? Went to Nationals after that and uh, had... What I can only describe as a really bad time, but I, uh, uh, yeah, didn't didn't go as well as one would hope. But yeah, can't win them all. Um, Jamie spent took great pleasure in crowning out my weekend, and uh, well, I've got some comments about reses. I'm sure they'll come up at some point. Um, <laughs> this is but, literally how this like if someone listened to the first episode we put out in our M2E one, where you were just like, oh, reses, like it's literally the same thing. So oh, I'm sure this will come out later. Yeah, it, we might as well just put the first fucking they episode. They don't know out how abused I was by second edition Nico, like daily. <laughs> Regularly, it was just Jamie turn up. There's your game, second edition, Nico. Oh, thanks for letting me play your game, Jamie. I really had a great time. <laughs> there was nothing wrong with second edition, Nico. Oh, yeah, I mean, after the nerf, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. so so went to nationals. Got uh, got my got my toys taken off. I think I finished like thirty six out of out of what ninety odd that year. 
Um, another yeah, one, it was a, quite a big crowd. Yeah, a really a big crowd, and another one, a really great event run by Dave. And so, do you know, what? I turn up, I turn up there for the beers and the socialising and the, the seven games of foe. And it, do you know what? If it ends really well, it's, it's it's a bonus. But actually, Dave never fails to run an amazing nationals. And I, yeah, I could go there and lose and walk away with the spoon and still claim a great weekend. That's a lot of gushing that you've just done there. But yeah, yeah nationals is fun. I, I suppose I'm a little bit sad because we should be there right now. No? Heading there right now. <laughs> yeah, so, so as we're recording this, Nationals should start tomorrow, um, which is really, really sad. But no, lockdown has got in the way of that. Um, so we're doing this instead. Yeah, and uh, to round it out, I went to Masters. Um, Masters that year. Well, it was that last year, this year. Technically this year, right? It was it was Masters four last year, but it was held in January. So. Yeah, that was it. And I came second in a really close game against Radic, and yeah, cannot fault. It was really great, really down to the wire. It was down to the last flip as well. So, really great game. So, I feel like a really successful career so far with Arcanists, and uh, doing all right. So it is. But now you've just recently swapped to playing i want to say neverborn but it's not neverborn because it's pandora hey, you haven't mate. actually played anything else i i've played other things in neverborn there, there was that i've played two other games with titania and nikima they were both against you yes oh yeah <laughs> yeah my memory's terrible man it's what what have you been doing but um but to be fair uh, yeah i i love pandora pandora is amazing currently on a bit of a neverborn kick and uh, like I said, like Jamie says, taking the time in lockdown to just shift around the factions a little bit, try some stuff out. But uh, yeah, Pandora currently. And as we record this, I'm currently six games undefeated on a competitive scene with Pandora. So I'm pretty happy with that. So happy well days. Done. Wow. Well <laughs> done, mate. Your dick must be so big. <laughs> oh, wow. my God. No, this one. Well, this one we're not claiming to be family friendly. So, uh, yeah, we although we didn't put it, we didn't we put it in the intro this time. So, no, no, but it's going to have an explicit tag. So that's fine. So oh, if we start swearing, there, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, um, good. And if we get any complaints, you can send them to matt.lewin at. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah um, so pretty good. Go on then, Jamie. Tell the people what you've been doing because you've like basically been all over the shop. Well, no, I've more or less been to the same events as you. Like, I played, I took Rezzers to Nationals, and I was really enjoying playing Rezzers. And still, like, they will always be my favourite faction. But it's been really nice to mess around and try different things. Um, I randomly, like, out of nowhere, decided I was going to take Bayou to Masters. Um, and, and I don't really even know where that came from. But I, yeah, I, I took took Bayou to Masters. Um, got through to day two, ran um, Wong uh, twice and Brewmaster once on day one and managed to not lose any games, which was pretty impressive. And then lost my round one to Yan Lo um, on day two, which was super sad times. Um, but do you know what? It was good fun. And I'm actually like, I, I put Bayou down for a little bit and then decided I was going to play Explorers for a bit and like try and get that badge. So I took them explorers mccabe to two events and then i took guild we did the vassal world cup which obviously you didn't even talk about man. oh yeah so we did oh, i haven't even world got that cup. far i only finished this year <laughs> i mean i yeah, thought we were going to talk about vassal, vassal in a bit 
Fassel's current. Before, yeah, but that was before you started playing Pandora. Oh, it was actually. No, that's true. That's You jumped the gun. That's on wow. you. We're all over the shop. Yeah, we are um, all over the shop. We really need some like, other people to keep us in check. <laughs> but this is the practice. This is the practice podcast. It's yeah. fine. This gets us back into the swing of it. Um, but yeah, no. So I took, um, I took Guild to that, which was like the worst decision. Um, partly because I hate Guild. And that's not because there's anything wrong with them. I just don't like the aesthetic. I don't enjoy cowboys or anything like that it's not not my my type of background or model and they're that like that sort of law in the in the fluff which i, I don't like either so However, i'm gonna I have to jump in i'm gonna have to jump in like this vassal world cup that you're underselling that you don't like guild in right before we did this vassal world cup we we're like mate i could take dashel in every game and smash it because he's so over the top right now how did you do james how did you do? Well, I do not. I stand. I completely one hundred percent stand by that. But he, like, he is really, really good and probably over the top. But I need to practice with things to use them. Like, I just need to know what the cards say. So, like, arguably, the earlier games was were the easier ones in the Vassal World Cup. Now, that's not not like there's variables to that, obviously. But um, I did better in the later games. In the Vassal World Cup, like I started getting the wins and the draws against the tougher opponents in the late games, but that's because I knew what the cards did. Um, so yeah, I should have either practiced with Guild, and I just refused to practice with them because I literally took them to annoy you um, <laughs> and just just be like, yeah, Dashel, Dashel's BS. So I'm going to take I'm going to take Guild and show you that, um, and refuse to do any practice games whatsoever. <laughs> to be fair, really, really shot me in the. Uh, oh, yeah. for- I did take great joy in watching you struggle with them. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I struggled. I did struggle with them for the first. I probably struggled with them for the first half of the event, um, and then I sort of learnt what the cards did, learnt the models, and then sort of it started to turn around a little bit. And my results were getting better. The games were getting closer. Um, fair, fair to say, you fell in love with Nelly. I really enjoyed Nelly. Actually, as a master, like it's it, she's she's really really fun to use and super bonkers like actually what she does in reality is is really 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 good um it's just yeah the like oh yeah she's good i did enjoy, i did enjoy nelly and if if she wasn't in guild i would probably play her that's it that's that was the same in m2e as well to be fair yeah because <laughs> i was thinking about doing um in m2e i was thinking about converting up a uh, like undead Nelly crew using Molly. Um, obviously, they've got the the sort of journalist background as well. Um, so I was going to convert up a like Molly crew into a Nelly crew to use Nelly because she looked quite. Although I don't think she was anywhere near as fun in M two E. She was effective, but not. I wouldn't have said fun. I I had loads of fun with her. To be fair in M two E, she was my girl. She uh, <laughs> led to a lot of success. Yeah, you're, you're, I think you're mixing up with fun and success there. I mean, I had fun. Yeah, <laughs> I had fun. My opponents were who cares? <laughs> well, that is that is the that is the Nico player's motto, isn't it? It's like I had fun summoning all the undead models and traveling my master across the table. Oh uh, my god! Why are we still banging on about? Because I'm still stuff? angry about it, James. <laughs> all right, let's put that to the side. Um, no more, no more M three talk. But yeah, um, so yeah, I took Guild for that. We came fourth. Uh, should have been third, but there was a game that was like probably two activations early it ended which was a real shame but it was a super fun event it was really cool to see 
um, some international players and some international metas, the way they run their crews and stuff like that, which is going to be something we'll talk about in another episode because I think it's actually quite an interesting topic is the differences between the UK meta and the other metas that we ran into during the event. Yeah, definitely. Like I Just uh, some combinations that you just don't see in like the UK meta just came out through that. And actually... It's been a really powerful part of the uh, the vassal stuff is actually getting a chance to experience these other metas, see how the other game, how other people play, and how the other countries play and stuff. Really, really great way to diverse, diverse your play style. Um, yeah, interesting stuff. Can't wait to do that episode. Yeah, that should be good. Um, and then, so what came after that? Then we've got, uh, so we've got the UK Super League that's going on at the moment. I, so I use, I'm using Bayou for that. That's the one Matt's using Pandora for. Or Neverborn, Never sorry. <laughs> Neverborn. Uh, so yeah, I'm using Bayou for that. And, and then we've also literally just started in the World Series, played our first games over the last couple of days. And I'm taking Rezzers for that because I haven't been with Rezzers. And like I played, I played my first game of that today, and forgot so many things on my cards. And I was just like, oh, it's been literally been so long since I played with Rezzers. I just need to, like, well, it's it's a toss up, right? Because like, I'm having loads of fun messing around with different factions, which I'm really enjoying. So I'm going to keep doing that, especially while we're playing a lot of games on Vassal and stuff like that. But actually, if I ever want to get get good or get good again i'm gonna to have to stick at something and learn the cards again like i did with rezzers originally because that's just how i play i just need to know i can't evaluate the decisions on the board properly unless i i'm not spending time thinking about the options my models have got because i already know them yeah i think i think that's to be fair like pretty standard like with you you've got to get those practice games in with masters it's in like the the knowing what everything yours does so you can just play the game you don't have to be thinking about your cards i remember i mean it just gets to a point where you were playing reses with no cards because you knew what they were and i think yeah i think that I, legit, was a I literally I, I i used to get the card folder out and hand it to my opponent um because i didn't need it but that was that was like yeah that was but i played that same faction and mostly the same models and that was that that whole m2e thing i don't think m3 or well i don't think m3 in the uk works like that where you play the same models over and over again no um, that's that's the best thing i think about m3 is that actually you don't always have you don't always see the same masters in every game don't get me wrong there are still some some quite quite comfortable drops into certain games which i'm sure we'll touch on again in future podcasts um but yeah yeah i still think you still see a variety of masters in m3e and even even now uh, even more so now after erratas and we've had gaining grounds zero and one now that you definitely see the meta change every time which is nice like i can already see the difference between gaining grounds zero and gaining grounds one and how the meta shifted yeah, no more of the fabled or, or less of the fabled all star crews. There's still a couple of candidates in some factions, but that's um, that's part and parcel. There's always going to be some stuff that's slightly more versatile in its application. Is probably the right way to put that um, than other things, and they they will sort of float to the top more often. Yeah, it's the efficient models, right? The models that are just worth their points more than others. Yeah, like. No. Anyway, <laughs> I was going to go on a little bitch there, but I'm not going to do that. Um... <laughs> if you did, so, we'd have to bring back the bullshit list. 
Yeah, no, the bullshit list is banned. Um, what? So, what are you going to play when we go back to actual events? Like, hopefully, at some point next year. When, well, when I have no idea because for some reason during that world qualifying series, was it the world? Was it called? I keep are calling you it a about world the one Cup we're doing now or the one we've done already. Uh, no, the one we're doing right now. What's that called? The World Series. Question mark. I think. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll call it the World Series. Um, yeah. For some reason, I declared Neverboard into the World Series, and I have no idea why. Like, I could have gone with Arcanist. I'm fairly comfortable with that. Could have gone back to Guild. Gone back with my roots. Tried that out. But yeah, I've just, I've just gone. Yeah, cool. Neverborn. Um, so I have no idea. Like, we're going to go back to events, and a little part of me goes, "Ah, oh, I'm going to continue painting up the Guild and get them out, and I'll oh, go back to Guild." And the little, and but then I am in love with the new Pandora box. Like, it's just stunning. Like That alt Pandora is is amazing. And uh, I want to field that even even if I lose every game. But luckily, having now played a couple of games with Pandora, and that, and that box is the entire reason I went, oh, I'm going to try Pandora out, see what she's like. I've never really seen anyone play it. That, that new Halloween box, um, yeah, I want to put that down. And actually, having, having played it, I can see it seeing a lot of people seeing that on top tables coming go, coming to your local store, that thing will be on a top table. Coming to a top table near you. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, she, she is super good. And that, I've literally got, received my Witches and Woes box today, and it is and, beautiful. Uh, I'm looking forward to painting that as well. Such a cool kit. They really knocked it out of the park. Yeah. It's, um, so, so potentially Neverborn then when we go back to real, real events? Um... Yeah, I think like it's definitely definitely on my list of things I want to do. Like it's actually they're such good fun and there is so much to do in that faction. Uh, but obviously Flipping Weirds is more than just me and uh, our resident Neverborn Neverborn player Chris has been absolutely smashing it. Let's face it, mate, he carried us through that uh the first part of that World Cup as we uh we did quite quite shockingly at points. <laughs> well, speak for yourself. Mate <laughs> you lost the first four games. <laughs> no, I, I think I lost the first two games. I won the third one, drew the fourth. Mate, I don't, I don't know. But I think I only lost the first two. Always came down to me having to play the ten funders player for the see if we get through to the next round. What's that all about? But yeah, <laughs> the um, yeah, never bought a fantastic. Um, actually, um, having played them, they're really close to where Guild and Reses are and stuff. I, I think, and I genuinely mean what I said earlier, like Pandora, I, I think she's coming to a top table near you. That, that is what's happening. So yeah, probably. Yeah. I think she's definitely got the potential to do that um, based on the games I've played against you. She's that the ability to control activations is phenomenal. Yeah, and like and the, the initial impression of like actually it's only six inches and that's um you got a dish card or a pass token. But you know what? There's it, it does it comes up a lot more a lot more than even I expected it. And then in those games where it's just like, yeah, do you know what, turn one, you probably take a couple of licks and you're getting shot by things. But then turn two, if you're in the middle of their crew, that's it. It's your it's your game to control. So good. So, so good. Yeah, because like, the reality of it is, is it only actually takes one or two swaps of activations to swing a game completely. Yeah, and it also makes you, like, and because if she's there, you're not reliant on on getting the initiative. It's just like, okay, cool, I've lost the initiative, but I'm in the middle of your crew, so what do you want to activate? 
and I'll tell yeah. you, I'll tell you otherwise. And definitely, it's, definitely. that's so good. And yeah, really, really powerful. Really looking forward to more games with her. Cool. So maybe Neverborn then going forward. Yeah, definitely, definitely could. I mean, got a lot of luck, and I feel like a lot of beginners' luck might be a uh, might run out real soon. So we'll see, we'll see how it ends up at the end of the league. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I don't know what I've jumped around factions so much this year, and I'm enjoying. Like that's the beauty of Vassal, right? You can play anything almost, and it doesn't matter. You don't have to like like. Although I've bought into almost everything I've been playing, apart from Guild. Um, you don't have to um, own the models already. It's a great way to try things out and like have. It's not like you're, you know, because like when we were we were basically just playing events, right? And if you go to an event and take something and then decide once you get there that actually you regret taking it, that's a massive um, like downer on the event. But if you're just playing over Vassal, you can use whatever you want and it doesn't matter. Yeah, I think Weird have really set it up as well, though, right? It's like actually credit to Weird. I don't know if it's intentional or not, but with Vassal and then their Malifaux app has just given everyone access to really go out, try what they want, really. You go, oh, that model's really cool. But there are some players who are like, oh, the model's really cool, but I want to really kind of play it. And they'll proxy it anyway. And with the app and Vassal, it's really opened that space up. Like I would have never probably played Neverborn before, before all this. Like I just been like, oh, I'm not. I don't really wasn't really sold on the models, and it was like actually, do you know what? Because I haven't had to commit to uh, buying a couple of boxes and trying it out, and because of the app and stuff, it's just opened up for me. It's really good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think seeing that Witches and Woes set, you'd probably have bought in either way. Yeah, me and everyone else in the world, right? I think that, that box was sold out everywhere. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, I think I've got I've just um, pre-ordered a load of explorers, um, so that's definitely a thing that's going to be happening. You must I'm be pretty excited, excited for explorers. Yeah, I'm super excited, super super excited. Um, they leaked Nexus, who looks so super cool, right up my street, play style wise. So does Ivan. Um, so I'm really excited about Explorers coming forward. Although I think everyone's going to jump on the Explorers bandwagon, which will upset me slightly, just because I'll be like, "Oh no, I want them all to myself." But you know what? That's that's not life. Like that's not how it goes, right? Because um, I was originally, do you remember at the start of M3, I was originally going to go on to Outcasts, and they were really randomly popular when M3 first came out over here. Um, we had loads of people going to events with like the Vicks and stuff like that, and I just sort of got deterred by it and, and went and just stuck on Rezzers. Um But now Outcasts aren't anywhere near as popular as they started off being. Um, yeah, I'm not sure why that yeah, is, because they're still change. really solid. And I mean, I know Levy is massive over in the States as well um, with, with their going, and obviously they did really well in Nationals last year. What was it? They were up there with the uh, 10 Funders players. How many you mean were the there? Shen, Shenlong players. Oh yeah, my bad. Sorry, the Shenlong players. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're not bitter. Yeah, no, they did. Uh, there were some outcast players up there. Um, specifically, Tim was up there, wasn't he? Came in second with Solo Levy, which was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, no, they like I. But then I like had Tara. I always like Tara. I like Hamlin. Like those are that that side of it. Levy's never really appealed to me, despite being actually really close to Rezzers. 
um, in terms of his like theme and stuff. He just I don't know what it is about him that doesn't appeal to me. No, no, I get that. He's he's got a bit of a weird aesthetic, if I'm honest. Like it's, it's not it's not quite constructs. It's not quite undead. Yeah, it's a little bit weird, but obviously it appeals to some people. But um, turning it back to explorers, I uh, I uh, I think you're going to really enjoy explorers uh, from the cards I read. It, I can see it's going to be up in your playstyle. Um, and uh, I would say I think everyone should be prepared for the Explorers landing because it's going to be probably a year's worth of gotcha um, on the tournament scene and people are going to be like and I think I think there's a level of it's going to have to be quelling a lot of rage I can imagine there's going to be a lot of people going oh they're unbalanced they're, they're broken but in the same way as we've got to, you've got to get through that first year of M3E where people are like this is broken this is bonkers I think you're going to have to do that again for explorers. Where actually they're going to land, or they're going to catch you off, catch you off guard, and they are going to do something. But actually, is it any worse than what's already out there? Do you think? Uh, I genuinely believe that is a year of that, a year um, of listening to that. Yeah, maybe. Like you get that knee jerk reaction with everything um, whenever anything new comes out. But like from obviously we, from what we've seen so far, there's definitely some cool mechanics in explorers and it looks like it's going to be really interesting like nexus specifically looks like um they will approach the game in a really really weird way um which will as you say catch some people off guard but then yeah it's going to be it's going to be interesting but that's yeah every time something new comes out and and it was like rife at the start of m3 it's like oh this is this is super broken it's just like no you just don't know how to beat it um and obviously some some stuff's like uh, floated to the top of no no you know what this is actually broken uh, <laughs> Shenlong um, but <laughs> it's um, but yeah that's 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 just part and parcel of like releasing new stuff right yeah I remember I remember the initial wave do you remember the initial hatred for Zerado where it was just like there's nothing out there that's going to beat her it's just ridiculous you can't you can't you don't have a hand and actually once you played like two or three games just like well this is this is really easy to be fair I'm going to use my cards really quickly and then if you want to draw up six new ones then that's fine by me um she did have she did have some problems but that was that was partly through the way gaining grounds was written at the time and actually gg1 was written in a way for her and tara that um that were both like super powerful in gg0 gg1 was written in a way that actually curbed some of their power through wording the schemes better yeah, and evolution of the game, right? I think we learn we learn with every gaining grounds, and we'd learn with every gaining grounds. And the uh, the playtesters that are testing it get on the scene and see a little bit more as it goes on. There was there was always gonna be teething issues, I say. Yeah. So now all we need is GG two to come out and say if your master can teleport something sixteen inches across the board with Presto Changeo, they can't score any points, and uh, that'll be Colette in her box as well. Wow, you've already nerfed her once, mate. Just get the soul stone miners changed. Is it? Is it any? Is there a need to nerf her again, really? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> clearly. Um, cool, 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 cool. So yeah, that's what we're up to. Probably in the future, maybe explorers, maybe Neverborn. We're doing lots of vassal, vassal for the foreseeable future, I guess. With uh, in COVID land. Do you uh, do you think we'll ever lock it down and record our games, James? Get a get maybe a, get flipping weird video cast. It's definitely much easier to record Vassal, right, um, than it is to record 
a real life game and actually like so i've been watching some battle reports while i've been painting and it's it's genuinely easier to follow games on vassal now obviously it's got the same issue that vassal has in general which is it's not as engaging as real life but as a as someone who's watching a battle report from a purely like competitive tactical point of view actually if i'm painting or doing something else at the same time the ability to glance up and see the full board state um is much much better to watch um than it is a like in-person battle report even if the in-person battle report is much more engaging with like the um like action shots and stuff like that actually if you glance up to look at the board and that's not the part of the board they're they're looking at at the moment you might be missing something that's happening um but i guess that depends if you're you're sort of playing the game in your head which is what i'm doing when i'm watching these battle reports it's like oh what would i do in this situation yeah i definitely think there's strengths and weaknesses to both sides of it really um but yeah i definitely think we should record some record some vassal games show the people what we're doing yeah give away your pandora filth yeah that's that's it secret tech that's what i'm all about it's not i don't I, what i read the cards and went this looks all right <laughs> we'll see how that goes so um yeah what's next for our viewers we uh viewers viewers not viewers listeners oh god am i not supposed listeners. to have a camera on who's watching me right now i don't know <laughs> oh, well, we already well we, we we already covered that really at the beginning didn't we so we're doing um episodes of people from the uk community getting different views and stuff like that and see how it goes i say uk community i guess it's not exclusive to the uk community but we'll see mostly especially at first we're just going to grab locals and bring them onto the cast and see what they've got to say for themselves coco all right all right anything else you want to talk about no, it's a good little intro. Let's give everyone a brief rundown of what we're going to be like. Disorganised, all over the place, and try really hard to not call something bullshit. It's that yeah. classic flipping weirds feel. I think we, uh, I think we uh, slipped up a couple of times on the uh, calling calling out busted stuff, which is something that I was I was hoping we'd try and avoid because it was always our classic go to, right? <laughs> but um, call yeah, it as that... we see it, mate. Call it as we see it. Yeah, it's super hard. It's, it's super hard not to just be like, oh, which is literally what we were just saying, right? Like, yeah. you shouldn't look at things and say that. And yes, some things are and some things aren't, but it's 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 trying to find that balance and like have that ultimate positivity about it that if there are for every busted thing in one faction, there's busted things in other factions too. Um, as long as you don't ask the guild chat, because the guild chat will tell you that their faction is terrible. Wow. But, it's super not. And the resers will always deny how busted they are. <laughs> you're so obsessed. I am. And you're obsessed with hating guilds. This is this is our thing. I miss George. He used to. I, that was me being positive about guild. That was, was me being positive about guild. Yeah, like I was being I was being maybe negative about the guild chat. The guild the guild chat is like a pit, like a, a pit of like self loathing where where they're all just like, oh no, my faction's so bad, and there's no synergy here. Um, and it's just like, dude, dude, what what is going on? Your faction's good. Your faction's got some real power in it. And it's just like the internet's taken that whole view where they're just like, oh, guild at the bottom, guild need, guild need all the buffs. And it's just like, nah. like, do, do do they actually just need people to to maybe like spend a bit more time with them and show the power? I mean, like you've got Ollie at the moment who's kicking ass with them in the 
Um, Super League. UK League. Admittedly, you did just uh, get a narrow win over him. Yeah, and he was Andorra. running Dashel. He was. So he, he was. was running but Dashel. You, you, you proper gotchered him with your list, though, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like to be fair, <laughs> he, he, he brings he brings all the ruthless, and you randomly bring all the armor and none of the terrifying. Yeah. Well, you know, got to got to keep them guessing. But no, to be fair, like Ollie's done fantastically. Just just picked up the faction and went, you know, it can do this, and just trying the alternative the alternative models. Like, I was trying Reinhardt in a couple of lists, and even I went, really. Right. <laughs> so yeah, um, Ollie, Ollie, unlike me, is someone who can just pick stuff up and run with it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> there we go. All right. So probably alienated a whole portion of potential listeners there with the uh, guild chat hate. But be more positive, guys. Like that's the ultimate message. And right. remember, I will always push back when Jamie hates on guild. <laughs> Matt, Matt always pushes back when I'm behind him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. That's um I think that's probably an appropriate moment to uh wrap this up. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you have enjoyed the show. We will be back in a week, I assume, Matthew, as long as we stick to what we promised. Yeah, a week it is. It's just keeping Jamie at the mic. Alright, see you then guys. Bye. Bye.